Come gather round, people. Wolver, you roam. Oh, that's cute. And admit that the fish in your waters have grown. Is there more? If you want. Okay. And accept it that you prefer fishes to bones. Yeah? Because you're not a dog, you're a wolver. Ooh. I'm Claire. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Vince. And this is... Friends of Legend! Legend, your ticket to a magical wonderland for the next half hour. And yes, plus ones are allowed. Encouraged, in fact. The more the merrier. Today's topic was sent in to us by one of my oldest and dearest friends, Gabby. So today's episode is about Bob Dylan, right? He's... <laughs> yeah. the, the oldest and most elusive <laughs> of us all. No, um, thank you for that little jest. Haha. Today's episode is about a really fun little creature, the wolver. He's actually not very little. The wolver is a wolf man, and he lives in the Shetland Islands, which are off the northern coast of Scotland, almost oh. almost halfway between Scotland and Norway. So I know that the Shetlands aren't the Orkneys, but they're very close, right? That's correct. Yes, the Shetland and the Orkney Islands are both stragglers off the coast of Scotland. Oh, so he's neighbors with the knuckle of E. Yeah, there's a lot of Friends of Legend that happen to be over there, like the... Selkies. Selkies are on the Orkneys, and I feel like there's more, but yeah, it's just abundant with magic. Lousy with it. <laughs> so I mentioned that the Wolver is a wolfman. But that doesn't mean that he is a werewolf, which might come to mind when I say that. He has the head of a wolf and the body of a man, and he's covered in short brown fur. But unlike a werewolf werewolf, he's not a shapeshifter. He's always in that form. Oh, well, that's, that's fun. You know, you never see any kind of wolf-man hybrid with a man-head wolf body, but I would love that. I never thought about that, but I can imagine one of those really ancient medieval pictures that lacks a lot of detail and has just the silliest faces, as though the artist doesn't know what a human face looks like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have a shirt with a bird's body and a man's head, and that's kind of the thing I- you know the shirt I'm talking about. Yeah, your Jester King shirt. Yeah, it's just like a wolf-sized wolf with just like a, a very nonplussed man face. I like that. I do too. Yeah, that's really good. But we are way off track. <laughs> That's okay. So the ancient Celts believed that the wolver evolved from wolves, but it's never been human. It, it's commonly believed to be sort of like the evolutionary bridge between man and wolf. The missing link. Yeah. If there was a link between man and wolf. Right. Like that. Yeah, right? And then to cap off their appearance, they're usually depicted in paintings as either nude or partially clothed. What kind of clothes? Like, um, jorts? I'm imagining jorts. You you can do the jort style like the werewolves in Twilight. <laughs> or, 
Yeah, just kind of simple linen trousers, maybe some overalls, nothing too fancy. They certainly aren't putting on airs. That's charming. I like a wolfman in overalls. Oh yeah, they're very endearing, and let me get a bit more into why they're they're so wonderful. Yes, please. So when you think of a, a wolf, or especially a werewolf, you're probably imagining a big, ferocious, powerful force. Yeah, big scary teeth, ah. So- <laughs> I I don't need to describe the feeling that a wolf evokes to y'all, but the wolver is quite the opposite of that. He's a very kind-hearted soul, and the only intervening that he does in humans' lives is only ever benevolent. Makes me think of one of those Y-wolves from Adventure Time. Oh my gosh, yes, I forgot about those. Oh, so good. So from every source that I read, the wolver is harmless to humans. As long as they are left to live in peace. And I didn't get any specifics on what they would do to humans if they were not left in peace. But I imagine their bark would be worse than their bite in that case because they just seem to be very sweet hermit-like creatures. It sounds like wolves with very human social anxiety. Yeah, and a little bit later I'll talk about some parallels that people have made between the wolver and, and humans with a certain... Condition. I'll, I'll get into that later. Hmm. But more about the behavior. So I mentioned the wolver lives in the Shetland Islands, and he lives in a cave that he's dug out of the side of a hill. A hole in the ground lived a wolver. Aw, yeah. So he lives pretty well in isolation, but never too, too far from town. And what he does all day, what you'll see in all, all the artworks of him is he loves to go sit on his favorite fishing spot, which is actually called Wolver's Stain. Does stain mean rock? Stain means rock. It's a Scottish word for rock. It's like sten, Swedish. Yeah, or stein in German. Yeah. But that that's his favorite fishing rock. And instead of fishing with his claws or his like a bear. jaws, yeah, he gets out the old fishing rod, and he will just sit on Wolver's Stain all day long, Patiently and peacefully fishing the day away. Are you sure that's not just Nick Offerman? Oh, he might be. He might be a wolver in disguise. He might. So from what I read, wolvers do live together in most cases, but there also doesn't seem to be very many of them. In fact, the last sighting of a wolver was in the early 20th century. Oh, wow. So it's been a bit since wolvers have been out and about. Yeah, and there's not a whole lot of documentation on them. Which is probably because they keep to themselves and they don't stir the pot. And it's also pretty remote out there. That's true. But while the last sighting was in the early 20th century, they do appear to be immortal. So there's always hope that we will see one one day. They're probably just, I don't know, hibernating perhaps. Or maybe they've devoted the last century to to getting the really big catch. That or I'm thinking one of two things. Either... Wolver's stain attracts too many tourists and they can't fish in peace anymore. Mm-hmm. Or they are environmentally minded and they're not trying to overfish the area. Gosh, I could really see them being like that, yeah. They've switched to uh, tofu and seitan. Aww, we should have them over for dinner here. We've got plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> so perhaps my favorite aspect of the Wolver's behavior is the things that they do do for humans. For instance... If a wolver hears that a local family is suffering some hardships, maybe they're going without a lot of food, 
he will come by their home and leave a supply of fish on their windowsill. Aw, that's nice. He's a very giving dude. He's also been known to help lost travelers by guiding them to the nearby towns and villages. Wow. What a what a kind little shepherd of the area. Yeah. A big shepherd of the area. Yeah. And lastly, as far as human interaction, he's been seen grieving outside of the home of a family who's undergone an illness or, or a loss. Were you able to see the manner of grieving? Is it like a loud dramatic show a la Banshee? Or is it sort of subtle leaving flowers at their doorstep and bowing your head? In the representations that I saw, he would do the latter. He would kind of kind of weep outside of their door. Nothing too scary. Nothing that would draw attention to him because he knows that it's not about him. He just wants to show the villagers that he is on their side, that he is with them. That is kind. Oh yeah, super super cool guy. One other thing that he does for humans and it's it's less documented, but some believe that an encounter with him may lead to unearthing some kind of treasure that's been buried for a long time in some ancient ruins. I don't have much information on that, but I thought that was really neat. And I can see this being something that he does maybe if he's had a slow day of fishing. And he knows about some goodies that have been long buried, I don't know, maybe by hearsay, just village storytelling. And he wants to help a traveler or an adventurer go go making a little bit of moolah. Like reverse geocaching. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta have a hobby. Mm-hmm. But I was I was alluding earlier to there being a sort of parallel between the wolver and a condition that humans sometimes have. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the medical term for it, but it's the condition that some people are born with congenitally where they have hair growing all over their body. Yeah, hypertrichosis, and it's sometimes known as werewolf syndrome. So a lot of people have said, oh, wolvers are just humans that have this condition, and like the story of the wolver, they will isolate themselves because they they just don't want people to see them and, and bring them shame and... I think that's an interesting theory, but they're just non-believers. Yeah, I feel like there are probably fewer people on the Shetland Islands with hypertrichosis than there are actual wolvers, if there are that many sightings, even though they were a while ago. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. So as far as avoiding upsetting the wolver in any way, just don't pester him. He doesn't want to be asked a lot of questions. He probably wouldn't mind showing you a few fishing tips and tricks or something like that, but... He's not a cuddle friend. He's not a cuddle friend. He's He seems to be kind of like a, like a socially anxious guy, like you mentioned. Doesn't mean that he's not incredibly sweet, but he doesn't like a lot of attention, and that's why he, he'll do things where he can just kind of leave fish on a windowsill and then slip off into the night, because he doesn't, he doesn't want that spotlight, so... It's going to be hard because he seems like the perfect friend, but we just, we can't bother him too much. Yep, I can relate to that. Yeah. And right before I get into modern representation, I just wanted to briefly mention that there is a kind of similar friend of legend from Ireland, and it's called the Fowlach. But it's an Irish werewolf, and he is also benevolent. He is a guardian of children and wounded men and the lost. So a bit more of a protective species. I'm guessing more of a warrior as well, but we could do an episode on him one day. You can do that one, because I'm I'm not ready for that name. Oh my gosh. It's a spicy name. 
Yeah, I I tried learning Irish a couple of times in my life, and I just can't figure out those consonants, but I digress. Let's get into modern representation of the Wolver. The main one that I could find is in the famous God of War video game, but the Wolver is mm, grossly misrepresented in this. Yeah, I was going to say that series is not one for... um friendly friends right yeah it's an enemy that you have to defeat it'll slash at you and it'll headbutt you and ram itself into you it's not a friendly guy it's much more like a like a dire wolf than a wolver nah. so that's kind of a bummer but you do you god of war there's also a board game called infinity have you heard of infinity i have not it's a combat board game that uses miniatures I'm wondering if it's kind of like Warhammer, but there's a race in that of wolvers. But they're they're co-ed, they're not just male, and they're also red-headed instead of brown-furred. And instead of having fur all over their bodies, they're shown with hairy forearms, and they have slightly doggish faces, and they've got some, some sharp fangs, and they're muscular, but... Other than that, I don't really see the resemblance to the wolver. Diet wolver. Yeah, palatable wolver. Something that you can project yourself onto, I guess. Something that is not just going to be called a werewolf by everyone who plays the game. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can see your point. There's also a video game. I don't think it has anything to do with the wolver, but it's called Wolverblade. That's a fun name. Yeah, and that is just about Old Britannia versus the Roman Empire, and... And you can find it on the Switch and PlayStation and all that. But I thought that was fun that they gave a sort of nod to our friend the Wolver. And then lastly, there is a beer called Wolver from a brewery called Thirsty Dog Brewing in Ohio. And all of their beers are named after different kinds of dogs and different legendary dogs and such. So that, that's neat. That's fun. Appropriate name for a Scotch Ale. Yeah. Ooh, you looked at my notes. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. So, how are we going to become friends with the Wolver? Especially if he doesn't want to be bothered too much. Well, I think this is going to be one where you have to rely on chance encounters. I certainly wouldn't want to go out searching for his hole in the hillside and upsetting his, his peaceful way of life, you know. I would much rather be that lost traveler in the woods who who gets his guidance back to the village yeah, if uh, if you can make it work that way, that sounds good. I feel like you could also, if you do find his hole in the hill, you can leave him some fish. Turn about his fair play. That's really lovely. Yeah. Leave him an eel. Get him some sea fish, because he only fishes in freshwater, apparently. Hey, good idea. Introduce him to new flavors. Make him up a, a lovely plate of sushi or something. Yeah, smoke some salmon. I know that would win me over any day. Mm-hmm. Win you over with me. If you want to leave a fish at my doorstep. Now we're on to the part of the show where we rate our friend. If you haven't listened to Friends of Legend before, welcome! We have a four-tier rating system that goes into how easy it is to become friends with our featured creature. I'll start. The first tier is friend-shaped. This is a friend that you want to take with you on a road trip. Think of precious Imugi. Next up is Cheeky Friend. This is going to be the kind of friend that wants to go on a road trip with you, but keeps uh, giving you directions on how to get to the world's largest ball of yarn instead of where you're trying to go. <laughs> this is going to be something like the Kurapira. 
Next up, we have Spicy Friend. This friend is going to drive you up to Canada and kick you out of the car, leaving you in the tundra. Think of something like the Nikur. Lastly, we have Not a Friend Yet. This is going to be the kind of friend that eats you whole and then drives off into the sunset in your car. Think of something like the Yinodlishi. Bummer. Yup. What would you rate our fishing friend the Wolver? I mean, again, we have a prime candidate for that non-existent tier of sad friend. Ah. Um, we might just have to add sad friend. I but... don't like it. <laughs> it bums me out. Uh, friend shape. Yes. Is what I would say. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying that we haven't seen him become friends with people because he leaves fish on, on windowsills and, and you know, he, he does these wonderful outreaches. I'm sure everyone has that friend who will bake them a cake or lend them some money if they ask, but won't go grab a drink at the bar with them. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, they just, they're introverts. And I get that. I totally get that. But it doesn't mean that they're not a friend. So I'm going to give the Wolver friend-shaped stamp of approval. Agreed. It's unanimous. Also, everyone, please go look up a picture of a Wolver. You'll be very happy for it. Yes. The fishing, the fishing rod is great. It's good. It's good. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you liked what you heard, go ahead and subscribe to us on whatever podcast directory you use. Or tell a friend. This podcast is all about friends. Show is. If you want more Friends of Legend content, we've got our website, friendsoflegend.com. There you can see all our episodes, FAQs, We also have these lovely transcripts of the episodes that Vince has been putting together. Slowly but surely. So they're perfect for if you have a friend who doesn't listen to podcasts, but wants to get the information nonetheless, then they can read through the transcripts. And we also have Neep Time, and we just heard from our friend Neep. He made another video. Yeah, he did. All about gardening. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and they're super short. Very, very bite-sized, just like Neep. Mm-hmm. Don't bite Neep, though. No, he wouldn't want to hear me saying that he's bite-sized. He's but... not for biting. <laughs> we are also on social media. You can find us on Facebook and on Twitter, where we make regular posts about updates to the show, as well as on Twitter, we'll give little hints the day before on what the topic of the next day's episode will be. Mm-hmm. And new episodes are up every Saturday, so stay tuned for more content. That's right. Thank you again for listening, and remember, when it comes to Friends of Legend, charm them. Do not harm them. of Shetland. Ooh, I was actually thinking, you know, I saw a wolver drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's. His hair was perfect. <laughs>